Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and with me again is JD. How are you, mate? Uh, really well, mate. Yeah. Good you managed weekend. to stay up through the exhilarating Russian Grand Prix. Oh, yeah, I know. It, uh, it, it was a really... Uh, it was a nail-biter on was. the edge of your seat the whole race. It was. It was... Um, Overtaking okay, well, left, right, right <laughs> It wasn't the best race in the world. Um, but, yeah, no, we watched the racing on the weekend. It was, uh, it was good to see Bottas come through with a good win. First victory. Yeah, really, really After eight... strong. Whole strong weekend for him, too. Mm. So it He was showed good. a lot of pace throughout the whole weekend. And after 80 Grand Prix starts, or 80-ish, I don't know the top number off the top yeah. of my head, but finally get that win, must be good for him. Must be confidence building. But we'll touch a bit more on that later anyway, I guess. We'll push on into what's been happening. Well, one thing I wanted to touch on that I forgot to, and we both did last week. Yes. Um, Thomas Maxwell. We did say we'll bring you up to date with him. Uh, we will now. Solid effort. Good result. Best yeah. of the Australians. Uh, so he was racing at Monza uh, mm -hmm. for the Formula Renault Euro Championship. Yep, and that, that's available on the Renault Sports YouTube channel. We'll link that in the show notes. He um, he had a really strong effort for his first... Uh, so they do a two-race weekend, two qualifyings and two races. Mm -hmm. And he ended up finishing sort of just out of the top 10 in his first race. But in his second race, really, really strong in Well, fifth. the first race was actually abandoned by the end of it. Yeah. Um, there was, I think, a, some big crashes, safety cars, and then another crash. And in the end, I think they just ended up red flagging the race. Um, yep. So he didn't, didn't actually move up the order that well in the first race. But the second race, he qualified fourth. Yeah, really, really Strong effort from that I think team his, and his him. His teammate, Tech One, qualified first, but it was a much, it was a more experienced driver. He's not his first year, but Thomas was the best performing rookie um, yeah. on the Sunday, and he finished fifth. Yeah, but he still he held his own. He um, had a bit of wheel-to-wheel -wheel contact with one of the drivers um, coming into the first set of chicanes in Monza, and you know. Some of the other drivers, first time in this, this category, you know, might have been a little off-put by that. He did drop back a couple of positions, but did manage to work his way up. Um, he was a bit lucky with, I think, two of the cars ahead of him um, towards the end of the race took each other out. Yeah. Um, bit of a free kick, but, you know, that's that's racing. You gotta, it is racing. you got to be in That's what happens. It. Unlucky for Thomas. He got pipped on the start-finish line on the last lap. Yeah. Um, by one of the Red Bull junior drivers. Yeah. But still, solid result. Um, a Absolutely. A fifth on the Sunday. Effort, really, yeah. Really, mm. really good effort for his first ever weekend in Formula Renault. And I will link both those races in the show notes. Um, so definitely get over and check them out and get behind him. Show him plenty of support. So, in the V8 supercars, mate. We'll, we'll touch on V8s before we touch on the Formula 1. Okay, what are we touching on? Um, flappy paddles. What's what's your opinion on it? Because Triple Eight have decided. Well, they haven't decided. You know, they can't change it right now. The the regulations are. Um, they want to lobby. They want to try and get the flappy paddles going on. This has caused a huge outcry in social media and online comments. Um, a it lot of people. I don't know if they fully understand that. Going to a flappy paddle won't actually change the gearbox at all in these cars. No, I think some people are sort of purist, old school, but <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, look, my view is not 
overly strong on it. I, I'm not very one side or the other. I, I like the the sequential blocks that they well. Let's let's make it plain and clear that the box they're going to be running is still the same box. It'll just have a solenoid pack on it that will change gears when they grab it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, I don't know. I don't I don't mind either way. Like. It, you know, it's moving with the times. It's a bit safer. You know, we had Chaz with his massive well, crash you're getting, at Bathurst. That's what AAA are moving at. They're saying it'll be safer if you remove the shifter because that's yeah. where everyone's injuring their legs. They're yeah. smashing it against the shifter. Yep, it's quite a strong, sharp, sort of thin object that's quite close to their legs. Obviously, they need it quite close to change gears. Yeah, possibly it would be better without it. I'm, I'm not for or against, really, in this argument. I think some people are are very passionate about it, shouldn't be coming in, but I think it's just times when we're moving with them and uh, most uh, high-class racing series already have them, so it's mm. nothing unusual well, around the world. You're getting a lot of the comments online, of on at least on the on Reddit and Speed Cafe, where they're going, oh, bring back the old H-pattern. And I'm like, well, come on, let's, come on, guys, let's be realistic. We're not going back to H-pattern gearboxes. It's not happening. That's no. just not happening. Stop trying to make it happen. It's not happening. Maybe if it was a production car race, but it's not. Um, and they're going, oh, well, Flappy Paddle takes all the skill out of it. Well, come on, guys. Not necessarily, yeah. And also, if that if Flappy Paddle's taking all the skill out of it, what's pushing up, pulling down, apart from the heel-toeing brake? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's something that, there was discussion about it when Mercedes came in. Well, when Erebus brought their AMG Mercedes in, they were trying to look at the possibility of Flappy Paddle. And to be, on, to be honest, my personal opinion is I'm for it. Like, it's going to happen regardless, I believe. Yeah. I yeah. think with it's only a matter of another generation or two of these cars before we've got Flappy Paddle. It turns out it, it's safer. Your hands are staying on the steering wheel the whole time. Yep. Um, it's no different than like, when Formula One went to it. Yeah, I definitely think it'll bring better aspects to racing as well. So, more control on the wet and stuff like that. They're not going to be, you know what I mean, yeah. lifting their hand off the steering wheel to go reach for an object in the cabin and then having to get snap over steer and trying to steer the one hand. The big thing is, is Scafey's not going to be able to lose his shit when he watches um, Shane downshift or, you know... <laughs> oh, does he downshift? Yeah, downshifts with it. Yeah, with he downshifts in braking. Little elbow, you can't see me doing it, but he does the little elbow thing. I'll link the video in the show notes of yeah, Shane downshifting with his elbow, which he didn't Philip Island. And he, like, the way Scafe reacted was you'd think he's never done it before and it's the first time he's seen it. Like, he does it all the time. He does it nearly, yeah, most, well, not most races, but he does it at quite a few races, especially in the wet and stuff like that when he mm. doesn't want to release the wheel. Yeah. Uh, he will do it then too. I mean, it does show the caliber of driver that Shane is to be able to do that and think about doing that. Yeah. Um, yep. The only other person that Scafey was really talking about in gear shifting in Phillip Island was... Um, one of the Nissan boys. The Nissan, that? Michael Caruso, who's actually probably one of my favorite Nissan drivers, but yeah, uh, yeah. He's, I've always liked him. But him, he's just very quick on the gears and I... You know, he, he smashes through them like there's no tomorrow. And I don't on know the how down, well... Yeah, on the downshift, he's very aggressive on it, isn't he? Run, run, run. Like, you'd think there's, what, a bit of compression lock up at the back there doing that. You would think so, yes. Yeah, you but would. But he manages to hold the car straight, so, you know, he gets there. Um, Another V8 supercar news is they had a community day at the 
uh, Newcastle. Yeah, yep. Heaps of people turned out. It's looking really good. Yeah, they're trying to get the community to rally behind it, and um, it's good. Um, They've made a few adjustments from it from the first plan, mm. but yeah, it's looking good. The there is a little bit of a pushback with yes. the Newcastle race, which I'm just like, oh god, I understand. Newcastle is, I've never been there, but apparently there's got some heritage there. Some older buildings and these people that are whinging about the race are saying the cars are going to damage the buildings. Um, there was an article that's been recently dismissed, well, a protest by them to stop the race of going, the past two supercar races, there's been massive accidents, meaning Nick Perkat's failure and Tasmania. Um, yeah. And going, well, if that happened on the streets of Newcastle, you've put the elderly and young people at risk of injury <laughs> to this. Um, what a load of crock. Yeah, it's they're obviously coming from people that don't watch supercars. Yeah. Um, it got dismissed because they're going, well, we've had three like three decades of, street, ra- racing. of street racing, hosting races in built-up cities and not one incident of injury to the public or because of the race blocking emergency um, vehicles. If yeah. anything, there's probably mer- more emergency services on standby during a race weekend. Yeah, exactly. When a race at is the, at being the track held, especially. I'm really interested. In it. I actually said to you earlier today, going, I, I want to go. Um, I think tickets went on sale last week, so, you know, I just have to look at flights, <laughs> flights and accommodation. That's that's a big bit. Yeah, it does. It stacks up pretty. It quick. adds up. Like I can get flights, no worries. But then when you add in accommodation. So if you've got a place in Newcastle, hit me up. Yeah. Let me know. I'll come down. All right. Formula One. Qualifying. Well, that was the race, wasn't it? Well, not quite. It wasn't. <laughs> but damn but was. boy, was it exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Um, Those Ferrari boys. They had the pace this weekend, didn't they? And mm. In qualifying, they were quite quick, both of them. I actually thought Raikkonen was going to pip Vettel. In the qualifying? I thought so, because he got the first lap in faster than him. Yep. And I was like, oh, here we go. Yep. You know, we're going to get... I, w- I would have loved it if Kimi got it. Yeah, yeah, agreed. It was um, it was pretty exciting, and it was good to see... Uh, well, Bottas was also looking very quick as well, so it was sort of like the underdogs were coming through, and then right at the end of qualifying, obviously, um, Vettel pipped... Uh, Raikkonen on the last lap and was a really strong effort by them. So Ferrari actually locked out 1-2 for the first time. First time very, since very, Singapore very 2015. 31 races. Mercedes has had someone on the front row. Mm. And this is the first time. And then the end is nigh. The end is nigh for Mercedes. Oh, hallelujah. No, they're not. People forget that Mercedes still won this race. Yeah, they were quite strong in the race, actually. Well, not actually, not, not, not all the Mercedes. Them. One of the Mercedes sucked. Yeah, Hamilton had a lot of problems. He had a lot of excuses after the race as well, which was um, had a lot of excuses during the race, mm, which was a bit weird. Uh, he didn't know. Well, he didn't. Sorry, he said he knows what the problem is, and uh, it will be fixed before next meeting. But he didn't say what it was, so I'm not. I'm not too sure what's going on there. Whether they went somewhere different with setup or something like that in his car, trying to overcome what they've been having dramas with in the last few races, I'm not. I don't know what it is. He was very coy about it, so we'll find out next meeting to mm. see whether his pace is back. 
Um, next meeting should be actually quite a, a good next one. Next meeting is the race. Yeah. This this Russian race. The updates will be there for Red Bull as well. Red Bull need it. The Red Bull always said that the Russian race was going to be one of their one of their hardest races. In. Like, all right, should we drop Russia? Should we go to somewhere a bit more I d- I'm exciting? I'm not a big fan of the race. Um, it does kind of suck. It really does. It's no over. There was only overtaking on the first lap. Then we had the safety car. Yeah. There was no overtaking throughout that race where, you know, China and Bahrain, it was it was on. Yeah, it was um, it's quite a boring race to be honest. It, sorry out there, people. <laughs> News flash, but it was it was other than the first couple of laps with Fernando and the aborted. So Fernando didn't even make it to the grid in How the d- end. What do you think of his comments? Um, he sounds very defeated and over it. That pit, the when they cut back to him throughout the race, where he's sitting in the garage, hard to look at that yeah. photo. The, yeah, the I, I think they're going to be Honda. Really needs to bring some updates soon, otherwise, I don't see him finishing the year. This is his last year on this McLaren Honda deal. Mm. Renewing it? No, I think he'll be on gardening leave unless someone offers him, or unless Honda pick the game up. And they start even fighting for top tens a bit more consistently. This was meant to be the year. This was the year that Honda sorted their shit out. And they were going to... We're now going to be fighting for it. I mean, the first year we're going to be fighting for championships. Come on, get real. You weren't you weren't fooling anyone. But now they're still just bad. Yeah. Um, unless they turn it around, I don't see him finishing the year at the dejected level he's at. Um, this indie thing for him is... Must be a godsend, I think. Take his mind off of it. He's only got one more race, and then he's got a bit of a break. I definitely Formula agree. One. I think it's it is it is really good for him to have this indie to look forward to. But mm, it, it, I really worry about them losing him earlier. I reckon he'll end up on gardening leave, and then he's going to be searching for a contract next year. Do you reckon there's a clause, performance clause in his contract, or McLaren Honda made sure there was not a performance clause in their contract? <laughs> I'm not sure, to be honest. I almost think if there was one, he probably would have used it already. He doesn't seem happy at all. Well, in big Honda news, mm. Sauber confirmed Honda 2018. Yeah, yeah. What's your views on that? Do you think Hard it's going to help or imitate? I think... Okay, well, Sauber, you know... Sauber were up there when Chico was racing for him. You know, back when they were white cars. Yeah. Um, they were doing quite well. And the last couple of years, they've sort of really fallen off the pace. I can see what you said last episode with um, having more Hondas out on the field. We'll get the, you'll find the issues quicker and we can fix them quicker and we could, they can do a little bit more experimenting with the cars. Yep. But I hope the money that Honda are giving Sauber is worth it because I think they're going to drop back even further and like, They'll definitely I believe become the manor. They're going to become the manor. And I believe that, you know, McLaren are pretty good at building cars. I think this year their engines just suck. Yeah. Sauber, not so much. You know, yeah. they're not they're not pushing any boundaries with their car design. And to go now to a Honda, mm, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it, it will be. It will be. Hopefully, um, Honda do some stu- some work over this season and the, the off-season because... They start with a Honda next year. They're going to be even further off the pace than they are this year with 
Ferrari's a year old Ferrari. Yeah. So it's it's just really shocking. Um. All right. Well, let's give you a breakdown of turn one or turn turn two, turn three. Turn two. Really, it was it's turn two, but yeah, it's the first right. It's like the first actual corner, corner yeah. yeah, of the race. Um, that's the one where Grosjean and Palmer came together. What's yeah. your take on that? Do you think... I mean, that was being investigated after the race. Um, I believe, to be honest, it was a racing incident. For once, Palmer was not at fault here. Mm-hmm. Palmer's had a pretty shocking season, and if he doesn't turn it around soon, honestly, if they had a reserve driver, he probably deserved a, a go and some experience. He he should be in there because Palmer's just not cutting it. Um, his teammates really killing him. Every race meeting at the moment. Yeah, Magnussen's doing really good. Not Magnussen, um, Hulkenberg. Oh, yeah, sorry. Magnussen's in the... Um, Hass. In the Hass. He's um, not doing too bad either. He's not doing too bad, no. Um, so, on the, the actual incident itself, but uh, not too much in it. You know, Palmer couldn't really go left. The Sauber to his left. Yeah, and then Grosjean did kind of... St- Sneakily stick his nose up the inside, clip the curb, bounce across into it. Grosjean's car got quite airborne. I it didn't did, realize didn't it? that until you watched the replay. I mean, that was one of the things that didn't. It wasn't picked up live in the telecast. No, it wasn't. Shown it was live. like I was watching it, and then my live timing and my live chat was going off, and everyone's like, "Yellow flag, safety car." I'm like, "For what?" And then you go back, and you're like, "Ah, well, one Lance Stroll was spun around first, and you're like, yeah. who hit him?'" Did he not finish another race? Yeah, yeah. Um, he did, by the way. Ooh. First race he's finished. But then to go back and you see the um, Hass of Grosjean and the Renault of Palmer in the wall, and you're like, oh, God, what happened here? Yeah. And you see it, and you're kind of like, oh, everyone's pointing blame at everyone else. And, yeah, I think it's just a racing incident. It's one of those lap one incidents where you kind of have too many cars going into a one bottlenecking one corner. corner, yeah. Like it, it is quite wide, the straight, and then it ends up into a corner that's only max of two wide. Three cars tried to go through a two wide corner. It's pretty simple. It's not going to work. I don't think anyone was majorly at fault. And really, that was the race. I mean, yeah, not other much than else. Ricardo. Ricardo's brakes failed. Failed. Yep. They caught on fire. fire. Um, Unlucky for him because when I saw it, I'm like, oh no, he's smoking from back. What's that from? And then he just. Was losing pace. Well, they told him to slow down. Oh, obviously, worried that yeah. He'd have a, and then when he rolled in pit lane, he actually said to the team, "I've lost all brakes." Yeah, they're like, "How is it?" He's like, "There's no pedal, mate." There's like, "It's gone." Yeah. So that was um, a bit sad. Other than that, I mean, the know, Red Bull guys were pretty busy this weekend. They did fix Verstappen's car. They had a uh, water leak in two separate spots. Yeah, before the race in. Um, in the going out to the grid and stuff, they had a few dramas as well. So they got that all going. He managed to come home in fifth, which was the best that they were going to get. And that's uh, really all they were fighting for. Yeah, between Massa and Daniel and uh, Max was that was all they were really fighting for. Was fifth. They can't. They were never going to get up with the Ferraris and the, the Mercedes unless they had dramas. Not too many problems there, other than Daniel's car. Uh, Massa had a problem in the race with he looked like he was coming home for a strong sixth and he ended up with a slow puncher. Yeah, that was really unlucky for him. That they had to change out. Yeah, that was that was massive. That ruined his race. Still yeah. stayed in the points, I'm pretty what sure. Did he get seventh or eighth? 
after that? I'm not 100% sure. We don't have internet right now, so we can't bring up any of the results. So we're going kind of off memory. Yep. Um, but yeah, definitely dropped quite far down the ground. I'm pretty sure he stayed in the points. I think he finished ahead of Stroll, which finished 11th. Yep. Um, but yeah, it really... The story was really... Bodas got off the line the best. He slipstreamed Vettel down to the first corner. And Hamilton had a shocker. And uh, led the race, dominated the, the race and just controlled it. Vettel tried some tricky stuff with going long. How on long did Vettel go yeah, for? Yeah, the like, first set of tyres. Like, these are ultra soft. These are meant to be the softest compound tyres we've got. I think they went 35 laps or something. Yeah, um, I think Hulkenberg did the longest. He did 39 or 40 laps on a set of tyres. I'm like, it was a 52-lap race. Yeah, yeah, it was a massive uh, effort. It's just going back to the Bridgestone days where the tyres just don't die. And the thing about Vettel... It's not like he was falling off pace. No, no, he was actually quite competitive. So they they went long, didn't didn't quite uh, have enough in the bank in the end there. They tried everything they had. When you were watching it, did you think he was going to fall in behind Kimi? Well, yeah, obviously with what Martin Brundle and that were saying. Martin were, Brundle was basically written him off. Yeah, And I was like, thought, oh, God, please don't tell me you've thrown this race away because Ferrari will do team orders. Yeah. Uh, Mercedes have admitted that, you know, team orders are in play yep. if we need to. They didn't say, they're not really saying for a championship. They're saying if a car is faster than the other car, they will advise the driver. Yeah, not Basically saying, you know, we'll, we'll tell Bottas to get out of the way if need to. Well, they what were they saying? They, they basically want to fight for race wins. Mm. So that if one of their cars is holding the other one up, they will definitely um, tell them to get out of the way. <laughs> How funny was Kimmy's quote? <laughs> Yes. When they're like, ah, oh, Bottas is up ahead. And he's like, how did Bottas get in front of us? He's like, Kimmy. It was, he's he's like, been did we leading lose? the whole yeah. race. <laughs> Do we lose him in the pits? No, Kimmy. He's been, he's led the race. Oh, I thought it was the other way around. <laughs> you can understand why Kimmy would think that. Oh, I can. I but can. funny. I mean, lightened up the race. It was, gave us something to talk about. Yeah. Because it was really not much. No. No, other than Vettel coming at Bottas at the end of the race, there was not much going on in the That did make it really exciting. Like, as much as I was like, this race was boring, I still couldn't turn it off mm. because I knew Kimi was coming, uh, Vettel was coming at Bottas at the end. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, you know, we had a public holiday today here in Darwin, so, you know, I could stay up as late as I want. I don't have a bedtime. You can't tell me to go to bed. <laughs> Screw you. So, yeah, we stayed up and watched it. And I was like, oh, God, if I had worked the next day, I would just be like, ah, screw this. I'll find out the result the next day. Yeah, yeah. But had it. And, yeah, those last five laps when when Vettel was coming at you, like, oh, he's going to get in DRS. No, he's 1.002 seconds behind. Yeah. Oh, you're just out. And then, you know, Vettel would make a, a slight mistake, pull out, you know, and Bottas would get the gap. Um, Bottas had that big lockup coming into i think turn 13 yeah i can't remember which corner it was he's quite a substantial one but but yeah that vettel made huge amount of grounds up well he fell off pace for a couple of laps it, like it shook him up and he he didn't know how far he could push under brakes i guess he was worried about locking again so he lost a couple of seconds in probably three laps mm. and then all of a sudden he got back in the rhythm and pushed the pace back up and he was going fine I think then he just basically controlled 
the race until yeah. the end. Um, probably owes Massa a carton. Yeah. I think it's all getting blown a little bit out of proportion. It, it is, but, you know, it's good for us to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Vettel was definitely not happy with Massa sort of balking him a little bit. Massa was a bit uh, on the... Well, Vettel just likes to... To win. Uh, what did he say? Vettel likes to whinge about everything, so who cares, basically. Vettel gave Massa the finger going past him. Yeah. That's now, you haven't seen that, but I'll, I will link the video on the show notes if it, if FOM haven't taken it down. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's... Come on. Come on, Vettel. Yeah. It's a bit of a dog move. Like, Massa... I don't think he intentionally blocked him, but then Massa did come up and give, you know, Bottas a big old bear cuddle and congratulations in the pits. Yeah, I think they were quite good friends, so maybe, uh, maybe not. I'm mm. not sure. Conspiracy. Talking about conspiracy, let's let's put your tinfoil hat on. Mm. Did, did Alonso just pull out of the race because fuck driving this Honda or he actually had an issue? I don't know. I, you I've try it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Have you tried turning it off three times? Yes, I've done that. You try doing something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I felt like maybe he just pulled out, but that's But do you think if he was going to pull in, you're like, like, at least get into the pit lane or something? Yeah. Because he didn't quite make it. He didn't. It, to begin with, I thought it was definitely non-legit. And then once he, where he stopped and that, I sort of thought maybe it was a bit more legit, but I'm not sure. Not sure. Not yeah, sure. it was still very, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he's just going, oh, fuck this. Yeah. Like, just, let's call it. Yeah, he definitely seemed... You surprised he hung around for the race? There. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he doesn't need to. Yeah, once he's done all these um, interviews and stuff, I'm surprised he didn't just take off, but he even hung around the pit, mm. which was weird. So we're going to Barcelona next, and this is going to be a very short episode because um, one we don't have all of our all of our show notes are online, and yeah, it was it was a pretty straightforward race. So Barcelona next, big upgrades for nearly everyone. Yeah, this is going to be the main race. This will be the race of the season, I think. Yep, it'll be this proof will be in the pudding of what. Uh, Red Bull's been talking about that they reckon that they'll be back up to pace, sort of, maybe not a hundred percent, but a lot closer to Ferrari and Mercedes at this race. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be faster than them, but I hope it's they're closer. at least within half a second of them. And yeah. even that's wishful thinking. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how close they are. Um, we we were talking about it earlier and whether the Red Bull is actually just fundamentally not a very good car. If as much as they deny it. As much it was as they it keep built? saying it's a very good car for them to put updates on and go faster. That's what their view is. And they keep telling everyone whether oh, it's was true it or was it really not. just developed originally around the um this suspension system that got banned. Yeah. It does seem a little bit that way, but we'll wait and see after the next race. It should be pretty interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Big Another time. thing, this is quickly backtracking in qualifying. Ricardo kept his record of not being out qualified by Verstappen or being out qualified by his teammate at this track. It was another one of those ones where he was trailing in Q two, Q one, Q two, but then managed to pull that lap out in Q three. Yeah, he's doing that a few times now. He does seem to hold back a little bit, I think, in the 
Q1, Q2, I'm not sure what it is. And then in Q3, he really builds on his pace and goes all the way at it. It's very weird. He does it a lot of tracks. So be interesting to see if it continues. I mean, it's to great. I, I, I like, I mean, big Ricardo fan. More than happy for him to out-qualify Max. But you know what? The points are on the Sunday. Yeah. Yep. And at the moment, He's not Ricardo's finishing. not finishing. He's not getting the points that he needs. This is two DNFs in four races now. Mm. Max um, has had one as well, so yeah. But like, Max is a few points ahead of him now. Yeah. Um, big thing is Vettel is now pulled ahead in the drivers' championship. Hamilton's in second, and Bottas is only ten points behind Hamilton now. Yeah. So we'll see if this race win has actually caused him, got given him a bit more confidence in the car. Hopefully he doesn't make the little mistakes that he has been doing. Yeah, yeah. And really continue to push forward because, as Eddie Jordan said, you know, that's another thing. How do you think of Eddie on the podium? Well, asking the questions that no one else would ask was, but Eddie. He was typical Eddie, wasn't he? Pushing the boundaries. Very much so. Of comfort levels for everyone. Toto didn't look super comfortable. <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting times. This year is a very interesting year. So we'll, we'll just have to wait and see what happens with the bodice contracts and stuff that like what Eddie was talking about. But yeah, he's a bit off putting when he's on the, on the podium, I find. Mm. But I mean, we were all expecting bodice to win a race this year, weren't we? Oh yeah. I mean, I was, I was expecting. And this is one that was probably going to be one of his better ones as well. Cause he's always driven really well here. Mm. So I hope he gets back into the way he was driving at Mercedes uh, at Williams. Cause like you were saying today, he... 2014. The way he 15. drove those Williams was a lot better than what he's been driving this Mercedes. Yeah, yeah. He drove it really hard and more aggressively. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes. Maybe he's just finding his feet. We'll see. And Williams must be happy they got Massa back to score some points. Yeah, he's been really consistent this year. He's probably so. going to get a multi-year deal now. Well, we'll soon find <laughs> out. <laughs> I mean, but seriously, he's outperforming Stroll. I mean, it's easy to outperform someone that doesn't finish races. Mm -hmm. But still, like, every point that that team's got is because of Massa. It's true. It's true. And, I mean, I don't have the results in front of me, but I think Massa's finishing the points nearly every race. Alonso might come and still exceed again. Alonso to Williams. <laughs> is that your call? <laughs> no, not really. I don't, I don't know where. Alonso's going to Williams. Yeah, but I don't know where he would go. Back to Ferrari. Back to Ferrari. I mean, he's looking at this car going, it was shit when I was there. And maybe if I go back, they'll take me back. Mm. Go back as a number two. Yeah, I don't know. Can you imagine the fights between him and Vettel? Yeah. I want him to go to Mercedes. I don't, I, I don't want him to go to Mercedes. I just want to see Alonso and, Mercedes, uh, Alonso and Hamilton back at it again. Yeah. Yep. Because I was, I was a little... I wasn't too young, but I wasn't really paying too much attention to Formula One when that was really going on. Yeah. In the 2007 season, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, God, looking back on it now, I haven't had fights like that in a long time. The last big inter-team rivalry that I'd seen, not, and I wouldn't say Hamilton and Rosberg was a really huge, they didn't take each other out in the race, except for that couple, couple of times, times. <laughs> <laughs> except for uh, that time and that other time 
Oh, yeah. And that okay, other, other so time. they were the last ones. But before that, we'd have been Weber and Vettel. Yeah. And then probably prior to that was um, Alonso and Hamilton. But uh, the thing that made Alonso and Hamilton so notorious, that lasted one season before they were like, no, nah, we need to get rid of someone. Yeah, it was. It was true. It was very uh, disruptive to the team. It really split the garage in those yeah. ones. Um, maybe now it's a little different. You know, they've all won championships. Alonso's a lot less volatile than he was then too. And I think mm-hmm. Hamilton is um, probably just as manipulative as he was then. But uh, I think, yeah, Alonso's probably calmed down a bit and they're all probably a bit more level-handed than they were. Mm. All right. So we'll touch on Barcelona next week <laughs> after the V8s. Yep. You don't roll your eyes. We know we've got <laughs> weekly schedule now. <laughs> Everyone, you're welcome. Um, look, let's look towards the Western Australian V8 supercar round. Yep. What's your predictions, mate? Triple eight. I don't one? know which one. <laughs> don't turn me down to one. <laughs> I don't know which one, but I know triple eight will be strong. Um, They're strong there. This was the scene of their first one, two, three. They've had good pace. Like, Phillip Island has not been a triple eight circuit. It's a lounge circuit because a lounge can just sort of pull a race out of his ass regardless of the car he that can. he's got. A bit like he does in Bathurst. You give him a shit car, but as long as you put lounge in it around Bathurst, you're going to get a decent result. Yeah, he can definitely drag it through the field sometimes. Um, look, I, I, I think you're right. But just for some different Penske, DJR. Oh, are they going to throw it away again? I That's something that DJR need to work on. They need to seriously sit down with their strategist and go, we can't afford another repeat of Phillip Island. There is no excuse why Scotty lost that race. Yeah, that was a bit of a pretty big mistake. They probably shouldn't have pitted him the first one and waited a little longer and then pitted him. But... I guess they had too much fuel in the car and it was all a bit hard for them. I mean, I know we're we're speaking like, you know, they didn't win a race that round. They did. Fabian won the sad day. But the problem with V8s racing Saturday, Sundays, everyone bloody forgets the Saturday <laughs> race and they only care about the Sunday. Same as you want to win the Calypso 500, you don't need to win both races. You just need to win the Sunday race. Yeah, I think um, in this championship that's going to be a bit tighter this year too, they need to really hold on to all the wins they can get because... Um, Especially when they put themselves in such a commanding position where they get that one-two yeah. front row lockout. You need to capitalize on that. Yep. Who knows how long you're going to be super competitive for, especially with next year with Gen 3 cars or either Gen 2, whatever. They go into the new cars. Yep. They could shake everything up. Could. You know, could. You, they might have developed the cars right at the end of this cycle. Not that I don't think there's too much changes to the cars, apart from allowing new ones in. Yeah, yeah. But still, you need to capitalize on those, these great starts. And if your drivers put your cars on one, two, you don't want to be finishing 17th and 16th. Yeah, I agree with you there, 100%. And I think Scotty's put himself under a lot of pressure and I don't know, I hope he can get through it and I don't want him to put himself under the unnecessary pressure. He's already like performing well. Yeah, I agree. I think he might be a little bit hardened by Fabs now leading the championship. 
Yep. You know, he, I think Scotty's in fourth overall. I yeah, think I think Wind I Cup's think Scotty's putting a lot of pressure on himself because he's come to this team that is, it's it's now a triple eight sort of size team. You know, a mm. team that's going to command championships and stuff like that. So it is, he's really put that effort into getting there, and he knows it's all hinging. This is his time; he's got to prove himself. So when he's not getting the results he wants, he is quite hard on himself. As a driver, I guess he's got to be like that, but he's also got to remember to. You know, some things were out of his control and stuff like that, and it, it wasn't all him. Mm. He seems pretty disappointed after he doesn't uh, get the results he wants at the moment, which is good because it, it drives him to go harder next time, but he's still got to remember, put it in perspective. He's come a long way, and he, he's got to give himself time and the team time to, to get there. Mm-hmm. So you're going with DJR. Do you have a driver or are you just a team like I am? Uh, look, you're, you've got three cars. I've only got two, so, uh, I'm going to go. You give me a driver. I'll give you a driver. All right. I'll go with Scotty. Uh, I'm going to go with Wincup. Oh, I was going to say you're going to go Shane for sure. No, no. I'm going to go Wincup. I think Wincup, despite a winless start, he's still showing pretty good pace. He is. He's doing um, typical wing cup as well. He's still there and thereabouts when he's not having a good day. Yeah. And I just think that, you know, he might fly under the radar a little bit. He might surprise a few people. A lot of people have sort of, with this D, uh, DJR threat, all hailing, all basically, anytime Red Bull stuff up, going, ah, you guys are done. Done and dusted. Don't even bother rocking up. But I think, you know... You need to have another look at it and be like, you know, these are, the AAA aren't going to be a team that's going to fall off. Yeah, yeah. I can't see Nissan performing greatly here. They notoriously haven't done that fantastic well. here. Erebus won in their Mercedes in WA. With the Jungle Juice. Was it Jungle Juice that one? I thought they only did that at Winton and that was Oh, Nissen. that was Winton, wasn't it? No, Will Davison got a win there. But yeah, that that's 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 neither here nor there. I mean, Erebus, they could be another surprise contender. They're doing well. They're starting to build pace. Mm. It's um, they're it's actually a getting a pretty them. decent car. It's been a lot better this year for them. So you lock in. You're going to lock in Scotty. Scotty for the win. I'm going to lock in Shane. Uh, no, I'm going to lock in Jamie <laughs> or Shane. I don't know. Shamey. <laughs> Shamey. Shamey. Shamey Lounds. One of them. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little side note. How'd your IP car go? Not yours, uh, but you've been very busy working on one. Yeah, we've had a pretty busy week. A bit tired at the moment from um, working late nights and stuff. On so what happens when you got car. a race car, mate. Yeah. It's not yours, but... Helping a, a driver from up here out. Um, he said he did pretty good in the end. Yeah, he ended up getting third for the day, so that's pretty good. Um, we've got a bit of fi- a few things before next meeting we're going to sort out and... Uh, Get him going a bit quicker, so uh, so give shout out. More... Oh, no. Well done, Jake. Yeah, Jake Burgess out there, uh, zero to one hundred photography, and not, um, also his uh, zero to one hundred uh, motorsport as well. Mm. No, that's um, good. He, yeah, he did quite a good job. We've got a few things we've got to work on, and uh, we'll get a bit more uh, consistent pace out of the car and stuff like that. And yeah, it should be good. You can come a little team manager, and no, not uh, team manager. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think Jake run, could run deal the team. with me. <laughs> no, I can't run. Can't deal with you. I don't think Jake would want me around that much. Um, but yeah, no, we we'll definitely get it going a bit good, better for him. Nah, that's good. All right, guys. Like we said, very short episode this week. 
But thank you all for, um, you know, still sticking by us through these um, busy schedule. Busy schedule. It is quite hard with the back-to-back weeklies. I know a lot of podcasts do weekly podcasts, but um, we're really only doing this just for our love of motorsport. So just give us a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I just want to say before we do go is... Um, there was quite a big accident up here at our local go-kart club on the weekend. And there's been a couple of kids that have been injured quite, um, quite bad. So just our thoughts and wishes mm. and stuff go out to the families and the kids and hopefully they get better soon. Mm. Um, it was, yeah. you were telling me about that. That's, um, wasn't nice to hear. Yeah. Big so mix up on track. Yeah. You know, nothing, you know, it's not nice seeing juniors injured and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm just, my thoughts are out there and hopefully they, um, get better soon. Keep at it kids. Yeah. Well, that's our episode for this week. We will be back next week to recap the V8s. At least V8s, you know, there's going to be a bit more to talk about. It's not going to be... Very competitive racing, our V8s. I just... The, why, oh, no overtaking all race, and that's the biggest... <laughs> if nothing happens on track, we can't talk about anything. <laughs> so... Don't forget, guys, if you do like the episode, leave a review on iTunes. That really does help us. That's where people find us. It pushes up the list. We're not we're not a high-up motorsports podcast, but, you know, if you can leave a review, that really helps us and share it. Got any questions or any feedback you want to do, email it through at breakinglate at gmail.com or you can contact us up on our Facebook page. I don't really post there anymore. Um, been very busy, but I'll still post up our episodes we're facebook.com forward slash breaking late and we are still on youtube so don't forget to um jump over there hit subscribe and you um can keep up with all the latest eight episodes over there but we'll be back after western australian round uh, over at barbagello yeah next weekend we'll be back at it again good little fast little track looking forward to it all right catch you later see ya see ya bye